Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. William delays in the Beltway, a little less intense today than usual, especially on the Interloop hiking across the Legion Bridge. Certainly slow, but not as packed as it often is this time of the day. They never set up the midday road work in McLean. Farther around, some slow traffic on and off from Bethesda and Silver Spring toward College Park. Incidents on shoulders, they're minor. VW Parkway traffic getting heavier northbound inside the Beltway in both ways near Fort Meade. The WTOP Traffic Center is presented by Window Nation. Make no payments on your new windows for two full years. Visit windownation.com. Dave Dildine. WTOP traffic forecast Steve Rudin plenty of sunshine to enjoy for the remainder of the afternoon temperatures will be in the 40s mainly clear and cold overnight we're in the 20s to lower 30s by early tomorrow morning milder tomorrow upper 40s to lower 50s mid 50s to near 60 on Thursday and Friday I'm 7 News meteorologist Steve Rudin in the first alert weather center sunshine 46 of the wharf in DC 45 in Oxon Hill and in Sterling we have 42 degrees at 359 You're listening to WTOP, Washington's top news, live, local, 24-7. This hour of news is sponsored by Lido Pizza. Lido Pizza never cuts corners. Good afternoon, I'm Ann Kramer. And I'm Sean Anderson. Coming up... Breaking news on a precedent-setting case. A jury finds the mother of the Michigan school shooter guilty of involuntary manslaughter. Also developing, a federal appeals court rejects former President Trump's claim of absolute immunity. We'll go in-depth with CBS News senior investigative correspondent Catherine Herridge at 415. Montgomery County's new interim superintendent of schools gets a unanimous vote from the Board of Ed. I'm Kate Ryan. From this class room. Here we go. To the Grammys. I'm Scott Gelman. It's three at four o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Progressive Insurance. I'm Monica Ricks. A groundbreaking verdict today in Michigan where juries found a school shooter's mother guilty of involuntary manslaughter. Jennifer Crumley looked down and shook her head slightly as each juror was polled after the verdict was read. On count one of involuntary manslaughter as to Madison Baldwin, we find the defendant guilty. Of guilty on all four counts of involuntary manslaughter after her son shot and killed four students at his Michigan high school in 2021. On the way out of the courtroom, the prosecutor hugged Craig Schilling, the father of victim Justin Schilling. I'm fully committed to seeing that through every step of the way on every trial that comes through about this. Jennifer Crumbly will be sentenced in April. Her husband's trial begins in March. Matt Piper, CBS News. President Biden says Republicans are now bowing to pressure from former President Trump on a new bipartisan border bill. The president says the bipartisan bill will increase the number of Border Patrol agents, immigration judges, and a host of other things Republicans have long demanded. But now that a deal is near... All indications are this bill won't even move forward to the Senate floor. Why? A simple reason. Donald Trump. CBS's Linda Kenyon reports as it stands, the bill includes $118 billion for border security, as well as military aid for Israel and Ukraine. Former President Trump has promised to appeal a ruling that he will not have immunity from prosecution over his actions on January 6th. CBS's Jan Crawford. You have a federal appeals court speaking with one voice and emphatically rejecting President Trump's broad claims that former presidents are absolutely immune from what they did as president. His original trial date was set for March, but that's since been postponed.
Federal investigators have released their report on an Alaska Airlines Boeing jet that lost a door panel mid-air last month. It confirms that bolts that helped secure that panel were missing, and it forced Alaska and United Airlines to inspect similar MAX models. All planes have since been returned to service. The rain is finally starting to let up, but there's a lot of storm damage in Los Angeles. Mayor Karen Bass. Angelinos should know that even though the rain may ease up a bit today, this storm continues. And that means we still need Angelinos to take precautions and to stay informed during this time. And Taylor Swift's now threatening legal action against a college student who's been tracking her flights from Florida. Elon Musk actually took similar action in 2022 against Jack Sweeney, saying his social media posts were posing a security risk to him and his family. Taylor's claiming the same. Her Eras tour picks up in Tokyo tomorrow. This is CBS News. Sponsored by Progressive Insurance. Drivers who switch and save with Progressive save nearly $750 on average. Call or click today and find out if we could save you hundreds on your car insurance. 403 on WTOP, February 6th, 2024, a Tuesday. Looking good. We've got sunny skies and 45 in D.C. Good afternoon. I'm Sean Anderson. And I'm Ann Kramer. Our top local story this hour, less than a week after former Superintendent Monifa McKnight and the Montgomery County School Board reached an agreement that McKnight should step down, the new interim school chief has been appointed. WTOP's Kate Ryan tells us. Montgomery County School Board President Carla Silvestri introduced interim Superintendent Monique Felder this way. We are confident that Dr. Felder is a trustworthy upstanding and highly respected educational leader who will be able to competently guide MCPS through this transition. Felder most recently served as superintendent in Orange County, North Carolina. In August, she left that post with two years remaining on her contract there. She explained the composition of that board had changed and their priorities didn't align with hers. And so as to not cause a distraction, it was best that we separate. And that's what we did. Felder is not new to Montgomery County. She worked in the school system here for two decades. In Rockville, Kate Ryan, WTOP News. 404, no dice for a casino in Tyson's, at least not this year. A Virginia Senate committee rejected legislation that would have allowed a referendum on a casino in the wealthy suburb. The vote effectively kills the bill for this year's legislative session, but provides a glimmer of hope to casino supporters that it can be revived in the future. The committee rejected a motion to kill the bill outright, instead opting to carry it over to 2025 for future consideration. As you likely know, Tyson's is currently home to high-end retail and office development, and there was fierce opposition to the casino from neighbors. 405, we hear a lot about sports betting, especially during this time of year around the Super Bowl. And WTOP's Nick Ionelli tells us for problem gamblers, it can be tough. We are in the midst of a surge of unprecedented expansion of sports betting. And we are constantly seeing and hearing ads for Super Bowl bets. Keith White, executive director of the National Council on Problem Gambling. Those ads can trigger the urge to gamble, even in folks who've already devastated themselves and are trying to stop. For those who struggle with gambling addiction, White urges them to take extra steps right now, possibly by going to an extra meeting or by surrounding themselves with friends and family members who can help them focus on other activities. The most important point for anybody who may think they have a problem is to know that there's hope and help out there. Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. 405, our area is struggling when it comes to preterm birth rates. The March of Dimes gives the D.C. region a grade of C-minus. 
The numbers show black mothers are being impacted the most. These are not the rates that we hope to see in the DMV. Mallory Ampare quarrels with the March of Dimes in D.C. says the advocacy group's report card shows that black parents are more likely to also lose infants during or shortly after birth. While many causes are at play here, she says the biggest issue in D.C., Virginia, and Maryland. I think for all three, honestly, it is access to quality care. Another is implicit bias in health care, something Maryland mom Elizabeth Kemp Calder experienced firsthand when doctors told her she wasn't in labor when she was. She would lose two of her three triplets, including her son, Ronald Jr. I was able to hold him while he was fighting for air, and he passed away. She hopes to see more health care providers provide implicit bias training for employees. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. Well, just days ago, a Fairfax County teacher was honored at the Grammys, and she was taking pictures with celebrities, including Taylor Swift. Well, now she's back to making music alongside the students that she says got her there. Here we go. It's Annie Ray's first day back here at Annandale High School. Challenge like, wait, but there's not as many of us. Too bad your instrument's double the size, so. On Sunday, she was at the Grammys talking to Meryl Streep and Oprah. But now she's back making music with her students, celebrating the Music Educator Award. It feels like slipping on a, like a comfortable pair of slippers and like doing what I, I do. I truly, genuinely love this. She's empowering her students, including those with disabilities, as members of the Crescendo Orchestra that she started. But with them specifically, Specifically, like we talk about how you lead from any chair that you sit in. In our classrooms, you truly have to embody the idea of like learning how to make a bad sound before you learn how to make a good sound. What is happening? It sounds like wind chimes in here and like not good ones. In Fairfax County, Scott Gelman, WTOP News. Coming up in Money News after traffic and weather. Record household debt is not actually a record. I'm Jeff Glabel. 408. Michael and Sons heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8th. How's it moving out there, Dave? Well, it's pretty bad. Leaving Arlington on 395, a long traffic jam extending from 110 down to Lincolnia. The crash happened between Seminary Road and Duke Street as you would start climbing the hill toward 236. And in doing that, it is only two right lanes getting by the crash cleanup. Tow trucks, rollbacks on scene, but the left half remains blocked. And everybody gets over in two lanes to the right and gets by very slowly in the 395 main lanes. Express lanes wide open for business if you have a transponder. 95 between Springfield and Fredericksburg, not so bad. A lot of drivers are held back in that 395 traffic jam. And often what happens this time of the day when southbound traffic backs up to that extent, drivers going to work around, so you can expect maybe more traffic southbound of the GW Parkway into Old Town and even leaving D.C. on I-295 near Blue Plains and the south side of the Beltway, where traffic is slow on the outer loop near the Wilson Bridge and through Alexandria. Volume delays on the outer loop between Tysons and Annadale. Interloop between the Toll Road and 270 Spur and farther around in Montgomery and Prince George's County, especially through Silver Spring College Park and Greenbelt. There is a serious crash in Landover on 202 at Bright Seat Road. Much of the intersection remains blocked. A heavy rescue response there on Landover Road at Bright Seat Road. In Annapolis, the crash on Forced Drive at Spa Road is clear. 50. Clear sailing between Bowie and the Bay Bridge. Go electric the Fitzway. Looking for an electric car? Try the new Subaru Solterra, Hyundai Ioniq, or Toyota BZ4X. State and federal incentives available. Go electric at Fitzmall.com. Dave Doldine, WTOP Traffic. Another afternoon of perfect skies. Let's go to 7 News First Alert meteorologist Steve Rudin. As we move through the remainder of the afternoon, lots of sunshine and temperatures holding in the 40s. Winds from the northeast at 5 to 10. Mainly clear and chilly overnight. We're in the 20s to lower 30s by early tomorrow morning. A sun-filled Wednesday to look 
forward to with upper 40s to lower 50s. Milder on Thursday in the middle to upper 50s. And by Friday, we're pushing the 60-degree mark in many locations with added clouds, mid-60s, and a chance for showers on Saturday. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Steve Rudin in the First Alert Weather Center. 46 in Springfield, 44 in Laurel, 44 Farragut Square in D.C. We're brought to you by Long Fence. Save 25% on decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest. Conditions apply. Go to longfence.com. WTOP's Money News at 10 and 40 past the hour, and let's head on over to Jeff Claybaugh. Music streaming service Spotify keeps growing, and listeners are willing to pay for no commercials. Spotify's premium subscribers rose by 15% last year. 236 million of its 600 subscribers pay for the premium service. Despite growth, Spotify cut 17% of its workforce in December. U.S. household debt rose to a record $17.5 trillion in the fourth quarter. But it's not a record if you adjust for inflation. When you do that, household debt is still 5% lower than it was when it peaked in 2008. Freddie Mac is launching a new assistance program for very low-income home buyers next month to provide credit of up to $2,500 towards a down payment or closing costs. It'll be available to buyers earning 50% or less of their area's median income. Wall Street end of the day higher today. The Dow up 141 points by the close. The S&P 500 up 11. The Nasdaq up 11 points. Jeff Clayball, WTOP News. Amtrak produces up to 83% less carbon emissions than traveling by car or plane. Book at Amtrak.com. Emissions comparisons vary depending on route and locomotive type. Coming up, can former presidents escape being held accountable by the criminal justice system for things they did while in office? An appeals court has answered that question in the case of Donald Trump, but we're far from the end of the story. We're going to go live to Catherine Harridge of CBS News. That's coming up in moments, 412. I'm what you might call very good at hide-and-seek. This one time, my parents had to round up the whole neighborhood to track me down. It was a mess. A lot of tears. Well, now that we got Xfinity, we have Wi-Fi all over the house including all my favorite super-secret hiding spots. So I can kill time in here by streaming my shows and... Ha! Found ya. The heck? How? You left to find my tablet on. This generation, ruining the game with their performance enhancers. Get wall-to-wall Wi-Fi on the Xfinity 10G network for a reliable connection throughout your home. Now through March 4th, new customers can get started with 200 megabit internet for $25 a month for 12 months with no annual contract. Plus, save $480 over Verizon 5G Home Internet Plus in your first year. Switch today. Requires paperless plan and auto pay with stored bank account. Restrictions apply. Equipment, taxes, and fees extra. After promo, regular rate supply. Actual speeds vary. Towards Xfinity Connect more 200 one-year promo rate to Verizon 5G Home Plus regular rate. It's Chris Chion here with an NHL no-brainer presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. I'm going to be taking a shot on the Calgary Flames as they're in Boston taking on the Bruins tonight. Boston allows the highest percentage of goals against from rebounds. And with Calgary being a solid face-off team, I expect them to get some good blasts in from the circle with second-chance opportunities for goals. That's a big chi NHL no-brainer presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Here's a little-known fact. Almost half of all waste generated in Montgomery County comes from businesses, organizations, and government facilities. Reducing the amount of waste in your workplace will have a positive impact on our environment. 
It can also save you money on your disposal costs. Reducing waste and recycling at your business is easy to do and is the law in Montgomery County. Make it your business to recycle right. Learn more at MontgomeryCountyMD.gov slash RecycleRight or call 311. Coming up later this hour. Finding the right key to healing. We're talking music therapy. I'm Matt Koufax. Stay with us here on WTOP. Now is the perfect time to start on your next success. When you apply to University of Maryland Global Campus by February 12th, you'll pay no application fee. An accredited state university, UMGC offers online and hybrid courses. Plus, you can earn up to 90 credits toward a bachelor's for prior learning and work experience or transfer up to 12 credits toward a master's. Pay no application fee if you apply by February 12th. Learn more at umgc.edu. Certified to operate by Chef. Need to hire quality candidates fast? You need Indeed. Our video interview tool makes it easy and effortless to meet with candidates. Visit Indeed.com slash credits. Washington's top news. WTOP. Facts matter. 415, I'm Ann Kramer. And I'm Sean Anderson. Thanks for being with us. Donald Trump is not immune from prosecution in his 2020 election interference case. That is the decision from a U.S. appeals court panel, which decided the former president can face trial on charges he plotted to overturn the results of the 2020 election. Well, joining us live on Skype, CBS News senior investigative correspondent Catherine Herridge. Great to have you back. Catherine, thanks so much. Thanks as always for having me. So in simple terms, what did the appellate court decide here? You know, we throw around this term uh, landmark decision a lot, but it really applies in this case in terms of the legal understanding of presidential powers. What the court has found is that President Trump does not have additional protections because he's a former president that shields him from criminal prosecution. In effect, President Trump in this case is citizen Trump and he has the same legal exposures as any other American. Catherine, it's going to be likely that the Trump team would appeal only seems like something they would do. What would be the basis of that appeal and what would they tell the judges? Well, they're on a very short timeline to decide uh, how they're going to execute this appeal. They have an option to go to a full review of the appeals court, what they call an en banc review, or they could run directly to the Supreme Court for review. Uh, The likely argument would be that the appeals court here in Washington misunderstood, misread, uh, the Constitution and that a president needs to have these extra, extra protections so that he can fully be presidential in his decision making free of potential prosecution once he leaves office. And I guess the greatest argument is that it's an issue of such gravity. The Supreme Court could decide to take it, though the legal experts I've spoken to say they believe that the Supreme Court would not like the opportunity to take it. They would rather let the appellate court decision stand. But ultimately, this will end up in the Supreme Court. Is that the expectation here? Well, it's, you know, I think it's a split decision. Uh, the When you take something to the Supreme Court, there's no guarantee that they're going to hear the issue. If they hear the issue in this case, it would be because of the gravity of the issue. And so they would indicate in the spring they'd take it. Then that gives the Trump team some time to put together their legal arguments. But it could well be the case. And this is maybe I didn't explain it well in the last question. What I've heard from legal experts is that it may well be the case Supreme Court wants to let the decision of the D.C. appeals court stand and not take this on themselves. Catherine, we appreciate your time. Thank you. CBS News senior investigative correspondent Catherine Herridge. 
quick look at the top stories we're working on for you, WTOP. Well, House Republicans get enough support to impeach Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas. A vote is set for later today. A jury has found Jennifer Crumbly, the Michigan school shooter's mother, guilty of manslaughter. Keep it here for full details on these stories in the minutes ahead. We're brought to you by DDOT. Bus lane enforcement has begun in the district. If you're illegally parked or stopped in dedicated bus lanes, you'll get a $100 fine. Learn more at ddot.dc.gov slash clear lanes program. WTOP's traffic and weather on the 8th. Let's go to Dave Dildine in the traffic center. It is a difficult one. Southbound from D.C. to Springfield and I-395. Very long delays from Crystal City down to Landmark and Lincolnia. Crash southbound on 395 between Seminary Road and Duke Street. Left half remains blocked. Only two right lanes have been getting by very slowly. Express lanes are open for business, but the main lanes, it is wall-to-wall. And Federal Highway says that every minute a freeway lane remains blocked during peak time results in four minutes of delay. You can do the math. This one's been in play for about an hour now. And we have gotten word of a few people sputtering out and running out of gas or fuel in that backup on 395 South. 95 southbound volume delays are brief in Woodbridge with a lot of drivers held back inside the Beltway. You can expect workaround congestion, more traffic southbound of the GW Parkway uh, into Old Town, uh, maybe Route 1 past Potomac Yard, and even I-295 southbound near Bowling and Blue Plains. Beltway in Maryland and Virginia, not too bad. Rush hour congestion, of course, 66 westbound heavy near Vienna, Oakton, and Centerville. In Maryland on 270, northbound slowdowns between Rockville and Urbana come in separate stretches. In Prince George's County, it was a crash at the intersection of Landover Road and Bright Seep Road, but authorities have gotten most of the damage off into a nearby parking lot, out of the intersection at least, and I think most or all the lanes are now open on Landover Road. 50 outbound traffic, just heavy, but moving steadily past Chevrolet toward the Beltway and delay-free from there toward Annapolis and the Bay Bridge. Protect your home and auto. Save when you bundle. Get a quote at Progressive.com. That's Progressive.com. Dave Dildine, WTOP Traffic. Now to the 7 News First Alert Weather Center. Meteorologist Mark Pena joins us now. Mark, we are enjoying this lovely sunshine that we've had for the last couple days. Yeah, you know, and you get a couple more days to enjoy it, too. Uh, we got high pressure that's staying in control. And we had a weak front that came through late last night, early this morning, that kicked up the winds. And it was a few degrees cooler this afternoon because of that. We saw we've been seeing highs basically in the uh, mid-40s this afternoon. Now, once the sun sets, that wind is going to calm down, and that's going to lead to another clear and calm night. So this is a perfect recipe for some cold temperatures, especially in some of those lower valleys out there. So expect lows tomorrow in the upper teens to 20s across the area. So some very cold air to start. But then another beautiful afternoon. That dry air is going to allow that the, the temperatures to warm up to near 50 degrees by tomorrow afternoon with just a few passing clouds. Thursday, the warming trend continues uh, with a few more clouds as well, but staying dry. Temperatures in the mid-50s, overnight lows in the 30s. And by Friday, we're looking mostly cloudy. I think we're going to stay dry for a good chunk of the day, but we could start to see some shower activity late Friday, early Saturday as the next system approaches. We're looking at just some passing showers this weekend. Not a washout by any means. We're looking at about a quarter of an inch of rain to half inch of rain. If you see any at all, as this is going to be a widely scattered shower event for both Saturday and Sunday. Temperatures, though, will be rather mild, uh, almost warm, with mid-60s for the afternoon highs for both Saturday and Sunday. So not as pretty as this past weekend, but warmer and just a few more clouds that we'll have to deal with as well. So uh, outside right now, temperatures not too bad. We are rather cooler compared to yesterday. It is currently 42 in Northwest, 40 in Sterling, and I've got 45 in Fairland, Maryland. All right. Thanks so much, Mark. Coming up on WTOP, right now we could all use some calm and 
healing, right? Well, we'll tell you how some of your neighbors are doing that through music. It's 421. Here's Kimberly Harris, the Director of Community Health and Social Impact at Care First Blue Cross Blue Shield, on the discussion, Advancing Healthcare with Care First Blue Cross Blue Shield, sponsored by Care First Blue Cross Blue Shield. Because it's more invisible when we talk about health equity and the racial disparities as it relates to healthcare, that is something that is sort of a moving target, if you will. Like, you can't put your finger on it all of the time, but when we talk about systemic racism or where we might even have services and how those services are rolled out, maternal health in terms of the disparities with women of color versus women that are not of color and, you know, health outcomes related to childbirth, et cetera, racial inequities, that would be at the top of the list, but we're addressing it through health equity. And so Care First Blue Cross Blue Shield Association has health equity as a a strategy for all of the Blue Cross Blue Shield plans and more specifically Care First is participating in that. Listen to the entire discussion on WTOP.com. Search Care First. Federal solutions from Spectrum Enterprise, part of Charter Communications, deliver technology federal agencies need today. Spectrum Enterprise has decades of experience designing and implementing solutions and a nationwide reach with more than 230,000 fiber route miles. Spectrum Enterprise Federal Solutions help to simplify operations and turn the challenges of federal network modernization into opportunities for agencies and for the people they serve. Learn more at enterprise.spectrum.com slash federal. An explosion in online services and platforms presents organizations with a very difficult task. How to be certain that someone is who they say they are online. If an individual is not physically in front of you holding a driver's license or other ID document, how can you be sure that they are who they claim to be or that they even exist? At iProve, our mission is to make the world a safer place using facial biometric technology. We enable organizations to maximize online security while protecting user privacy. Learn more at iProve.com. This is WTOP News. 423. Well, this is a story about finding the right key to unlock a new method of healing and recovery. In today's episode of Matt About Town, WTOP's Matt Koufax went to Loudoun County to find out more about a special technique in medicine. Music therapy in general is kind of a combination of art and science. Eight years ago, doctors at Innova Loudoun Hospital in Leesburg were among the first in the state to study how music could help patients in their ICU. Nurse specialist Amanda Galino says they were blown away by the results. What we've found from our research is that music therapy is a non-pharmacologic way of providing relief to patients. Music actually helped measurably in bringing down pain and agitation levels and calming heartbeats in patients affected with all kinds of ailments. Seeing was believing. That's why I decided to hook myself up to some heart monitors and talk to Inova Loudon's very own music therapist, Ray Leone. Our brains actually work different when music is introduced. Ray tells me it's not about playing a specific genre or style. It's about a practice called entrainment, where you attune music to someone's natural body rhythm. I will play my music to start to match the tempo of the heart rate. I will slow the music down gradually. And oftentimes the heart rate will follow. Sure enough, after about five minutes with Ray, my heartbeat dropped from an astounding 70 to 59 beats per minute. I'm a believer. The findings from Inova Loudon were published in the 2023 American Journal of Critical Care, and Ray says he and Amanda hope this is just the beginning. Adding a recent patient of his probably summed up the potential benefits of this 